0: So, well, welcome to uh, the, the second episode of uh, Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. We are glad that uh, everyone uh, gave us some great feedback after the first episode. Uh, we, we took that feedback to heart, uh, or Randy took it to fart, so you <laughs> take your pick. Um, but uh, we, we do appreciate everyone who listened, uh, and, and thank you very much for, for taking the time. Uh, we hopefully will keep this one to below an hour, which I think was some pretty consistent feedback uh, and uh, slightly a bit more research. So instead of doing more research, I just dumbed down the content of the podcast so no one had to do any research. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, back at the table is uh, is Josh and he Hi. still can't read uh, and Randy, who still can't seem to figure out how to make the mixer work appropriately. Um <laughs> We are joined today by two fantastic dogs, so uh, Casey and Aziz, So we will do our best to make sure they don't bark. But if they do, we will we will try to edit said content out.
1: Why did you name your dog Disease? Didn't know Aziz. Okay,
0: A Z I Z. We were in Morocco and uh, we uh, <laughs> we we went on a a food tour in Fez, Morocco, and this guy brought us through some of the like a slum that you can't even. Imagine and uh, when we got Aziz from Gresham amphetamine uh, from a house, it was uh, just as shitty as where we were in Fez, Morocco, which is pretty tough to believe. We just left Morocco a couple of weeks ago and we're getting this dog, and uh it's, uh, it's a pretty spooky spot, so that's why he got the name Aziz. Everyone's like, It's Aziz, I'm sorry. And if I hate you or I'm not interested in explaining the story, then I absolutely. Uh, I'd be like, yeah, it's a Ansari. on uh, sorry. me too. ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Um, and then uh, but if people actually ask them, I'll explain. But yeah, so I, I figured we would start today by just recognizing today is Martin Luther King uh, day and how significant that is, especially in the current times that we live in. But it also brings me to a point of frustration where I think when I say we on the left, I mean me specifically. I can't speak for Josh or Randy, but uh, we on the left, are frustrated that we lack a voice that is equivalent of Martin Luther King in a struggle and what I, you know, believe is not equally as important, but certainly historically significant. And how I am also frustrated that I feel the right has a voice equivalent of MLK in Donald Trump, even though I obviously find his views and whatnot abhorrent. Uh, but it's certainly real. So
1: what you by equivalent, you're saying in stature or in projection,
0: In power, in power, in in what he's saying, like it, it joins the masses together, even though their message is the worst possible way. Yeah, It's like a diarrhea dump truck spewing turds on the highway, (laughs) on the way, everywhere it goes. And for some reason, people just eat it up and I'll never understand it. And so it's, you know, it's important to not forget. I mean, I was saying this in some Facebook argument, which certainly didn't change anyone's opinions, but, um, you know segregation was legal for our parents age and for randy i mean that was uh very like i think the next podcast randy's going to talk about his uh, firsthand experience during the great depression um and his third failed business um (laughs) but like seriously it's like this is real it's so recent and the fact that we could go from someone like mlk fighting for you know basic human rights uh to donald trump being the president it's a problem if you look at fox news and just uh, it's like looking through the world through a toilet paper tube versus what it actually is and i don't think that people on the left are any smarter i would just like to think that i'm more analytical and not willing to accept a specific answer from that type of scenario uh like a fox news or breitbart or Any of that. So where where do you think CNN falls on that spectrum? Diarrhea. Uh, And they didn't used to be. I remember CNN from, uh, you know, the Iraq war and, you know, asking real questions. And, you know, I was younger, but Randy was 62 Um, (laughs) and (laughs) never going to stop. But even in, you know, the the mid 2000s, CNN had Glenn Beck as a you know a tv show at nighttime uh and i felt it was even you know so when you look at cnn or i watch now or i'll watch like cuomo uh or any of that and it's just it's so terrible Uh, it's pretty bad i feel like those guys or like bill maher just like to hear themselves talk see but bill maher is not presenting himself as news so that's my problem it's like the the difference between presenting yourself as a credible news source v like versus being a, a mouthpiece and right. or satire yeah or satire so you, there is um, Hassan Minaj on Netflix which is um, I would say uh, well articulated but still of the same vein of having a political opinion but he's not on a news network trying to push a narrative where. It's when people say they watch Fox news, I'm like, shit, there's only that one guy on Fox news. Who's not a complete idiot. Uh, and I cannot think of his name off the top of my head, but I read Fox. I watch Fox. I'll do, I don't want to just hear from my sounding board, but, uh, we just have nobody, uh, that is equivalent to Fox news that has any traction to fight back against a narrative. I think our only person used to be John Stewart. Um, uh, and I it, it guess he, he may not even have been successful because George W. Bush got elected, what, twice during the John Stewart, you know, era. But.
1: Right. But this, the second time he literally only got reelected because of 9-11. People were just too frightened to, to
2: have a change in leadership at that point. But, <clears throat> sorry. John Stewart would also. He would say stuff and he would sort of play both sides. He didn't you know, he didn't direct you in a direct you know, like he was an opportunity director. he exactly. made fun of
0: anyone at any point for any reason if they were doing something wrong and we're just so polarized and and maybe uh Randy could talk about it because of you know because I'm old because you're old but MLK was <laughs> not son of a <was> bitch,
1: not... <laughs> back of
2: when bitch. They made yeah the national parks
0: <laughs> yeah back when Randy came over on the Mayflower uh, <laughs> uh um but that's like that's where my head's at today so it's one of those things where you know uh it's disgusting that there is an mlk day sale at rei and people just lose focus on it because it's a day off from doing whatever and the but the importance of it should obviously not be forgotten and i hope that we uh as a society can can find another voice like that to unite the what i don't even know if mlk himself was left wing he just was fighting for you know uh, for human rights, and so I hope that on the left we can find a unifying voice that's not Cuomo or Rachel Maddow or any of well, that. Well, it
1: can't be a newscaster. It's got to be a politician of sorts, even if they're not running
0: for office. All right.
1: all
0: so right. do you want to talk yeah. about soccer now?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I was about to leave. Uh,
0: I'm sure everyone here has seen uh, that Jaroslaw Neo's Goda and Dario Zupark were seen at a Portland Trailblazers game. I did. And And so was Guy Fieri. At the same game? Uh, I don't know if it was the same game, but it's within the same Uh, news cycle.
1: Yeah, and then there was that on Twitter and a couple other places, people were saying that... Niz Goda? Yes, that guy. had failed his physical. That got retracted like 10 minutes later. Did it? Yeah, it did. So so the problem with... Yeah, I was going to say that's... By the guy who... Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Because I did some research on my own I and asked tell. a guy <laughs> you gotta take in a position shots. to know better than a random Twitter guy, and he said that was false. So that's the problem with that
0: stuff. It, it gets posted once, and then— And that's what everyone remembers. So I want to talk about Jaroslaw Nizgoda. I'm going to just call him JN from here on out because it's way easier. Yeah. There is still debate as to whether or not he's going to be a designated player or a TAM player player so we shall see uh what that ends up being but as we were saying during the last podcast this is where i feel the timbers continually fall down in terms of bringing in strikers or other players as dps so assuming he's a dp which i'm betting he will be i did a deep dive into his stats this year for legal warsaw and i have some interesting tidbits because when I did a, a look back for uh, Yumi Chara, uh, you were like, I think they played him in multiple positions, so maybe the goals per game isn't as relevant if he was playing as a striker or a winger versus a defensive midfielder. And I was like, well, good point, Randy. Um, so this time I looked at every individual game in terms of the stats uh, that he's played for uh, Warsaw this year. <laughs> so they played 20 games, Um this season so far, in terms of dom- like domestic competition, not like the the Poland, you know, or like the U.S. Open Cup equivalent, right. or any Europa League, which they are in the Europa League. Um, so for 20 games so far this season, uh, JN's played in 18. He scored 14 goals, and of those 14 goals, there are three penalties. He's played 13 games as a starter and five games as a sub. Uh, In the games that he's a starter, he's in the 13 games. He's a starter. He's only played the full 93 times, which is pretty interesting. Like a constant sub out in the 60th or 70th minute for the 13 games as a starter, he scored 12 goals, but in three of those games, he scored no goals. Uh, And then for the five games as a sub, he scored only two goals. So it's pretty clear based on his stats that he is much more effective as a starter. Uh, And then Uh, It's also important, as I said, it was uh, 14 total goals and three of them being penalties. So he's at least scoring in the field, which I think is pretty important. And then um, of his goals, uh, there was one game that I called out specifically uh, where uh, he played in the full 90. This was on August 25th where they were down 2-1 uh, to one in the 61st minute, and then Nias Goder, JN, ended up scoring two goals to win that game 3-2. to two. So when I look at impact of a player of a, of a certain caliber that you would expect uh, to perform, those are the games that mean something to me, where it's like if you look at Lucas Milano's stats before he joined the Timbers the first time, they were poor uh well they weren't poor if you looked at just like the the line item box score but then you looked at the individual games in the individual games he was scoring you know three goals in one game where they're already winning two to nothing that doesn't matter right um like what matters is being able to bring your team back or carry the team on your back when you're already down and i would say pretty consistently uh, based on what I saw, he um, he did that. Uh, so
1: you're what you're saying is that Lucas Milano was not a successful signing? <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm so bummed. I was so happy when he came back the second time. I was like, he's going to figure this out. Like It was just a rough go of it. But just uh, he didn't have consistent success. Uh, it, it was probably a good gamble because if he had turned into an amazing player, they could have sold them to a European club and made a ton of money, which I imagine was the goal. But... Um, this guy, I'm ready. Well, just to go back, you said that our front office stumbles when it comes
1: to these DP signings, okay? But then you just called him a good gamble, and really, they've they probably have like a fifty fifty track record on DP signings if you go back. And you know you could probably cut them some slack in the beginning because a guy doesn't work out. You know they're new to MLS. They probably didn't. They were you know in a little bit over their head. Um, but, you know, you've got Diego Chara, you've got Valeri, you've got um, Blanco. Um, Blanco
0: is obviously the best, I think, DP signing the Timbers have ever had.
1: You've got Fernandez, which I still think is a successful signing. Nope. Um, well, it's an item that I can bring <laughs> up later. But, I mean, you guys re- you guys heard about that uh, Nacoxa. Do we know how to pronounce that yet? Nacoxa rumored to have covered up some some oh, uh, I heard about drug that. test results when they sold them to us?
0: Yeah, there was. So uh, I asked my my drug expert uh, where it said um, he showed signs of an overdose and was treated for symptoms of an overdose. And I'm going, what? Can you overdose on cocaine? Uh, and apparently, it's called a heart attack, isn't it? Yeah, apparently you can, but apparently it's really difficult to OD on cocaine in comparison to other drugs, which I was not aware of. Uh Um, So it's like the amount of cocaine that you would have to do, um, you would have to be celebrity rich to be able to afford the amount of cocaine that you would have to take to be able to overdose effectively on cocaine. Well, I mean, he was making... Well, that's what I said. I was like, well, he clearly made enough money to buy a boatload of Coke, and if he's in Mexico, he's probably getting it at um, a manufacturer's price and versus yeah, and retail. So, they, they
2: so, you got uh, you got
1: $500,000 worth of cola. It's around unloading for $200,000.
0: More animal cracker?
1: Um, thanks. They allegedly covered that up before they sold it to us and, and fronted like it was, oh, he's he's been clean since he's come back. And I, so... I don't think you can blame our front office for that, for being defrauded by somebody else.
0: I don't... Because he clearly had an impact. Uh, he definitely had an impact, which I think we were all very excited about. And Randy, uh, credit to you, you were correct. Houston was that game. Yeah, see. Um, <laughs> So, but my... Tell me about research. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my... it If you're spending that much money on someone who you know has been suspended for drug abuse in the past and not a casual suspension, but it was a year long suspension. Uh, that to me isn't smart. And if I tried to make that justification to my boss to spend money or invest in something that I knew was it once previously broken. Um, but this guy could be a tech support genius. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I, I I can't get to the point where Brian Fernandez was the right risk given the history. Now as everything is coming out, I'm even more frustrated that we went that route. Like you look at the LA Galaxy and what they've done with designated player slots. You can get what? mad all you want to, but they're Zlatan, really good at really? it. Yeah, Zlatan
1: rushed that... it. Did he? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, he had a good season, but did he help
2: the team? No, he didn't. He brought in multiple, multiple millions of dollars that then can be used towards other signings later on. Bringing in a big money player. Just in jersey sales? Just in jersey sales alone and just sponsorships.
1: But how much did they have to pay that a-hole to get that? It
2: doesn't matter. Like, even when they brought in Beckham back, when was that? Like early 2000s? Um, Yeah, give or take. Maybe 2000... Four? Well, that's
1: that's a different situation. You bring in, you bring no, Beckham but, to, to a league that's but, basically on
2: life support. But they, um, just on jersey sales alone, before he even started playing, they funded his contract. Uh, so. This is Beckham's contract? Yeah, yeah. So, and then after that, it's all profit.
1: All right. So that's business. From a business standpoint, that made sense. But from like. From a
0: player perspective, it was amazing seeing him get on the field, but clearly yeah. uh, we joked about it last time too, but he was not a positive in the locker room. That did not work out from a um, you know uh, camaraderie
2: and right. uh, shocker yeah <laughs> exactly and and go back to Beckham, for example, he would go out to dinner with the players and everyone would just split it. he he wanted to be on par with them, right. You know, no matter how you feel about him as like Rooney, a when player, he came back, yeah. But Rooney was the same way too, I think. And he
1: doesn't want the Americans leeching off his money. <laughs> but like, <laughs> yeah, but he
2: needs that to gamble. But they don't have they have the ego, but they don't have the ego Right. to you know yeah. they actually care about the team.
1: So MLS, another segue, but they still won't shut up about Zlatan. They're like, um, what's the new guy they're bringing? Well, Chicharito he won't shut up about himself. They're like. He's bigger than Zlatan, but they can't stop. You know, like there's still Zlatan. I think they have it contractually in there. There has to be Zlatan on the front page of mlssoccer.com
0: for X amount of years after he ah, leaves. Again, I'm fine with it. I For as much as I think he's a jackass, uh, he's really fun to watch. And he scored amazing goals. Yes. Next, yeah. Um, and I did check. Uh, so Beckham joined from Real Madrid in the summer of two thousand and seven. Okay. Wow, way to research, yeah. I did my research in the moment, uh, but uh, I forgot where the 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 point was going. But it was about the the timbers and and getting the right designated player for the money. I still think that JN will. It'll be determined whether or not he's the right player for a designated player contract. Uh, I still think, you know they should break the bank and maybe uh, Hank Paulson should give his son some money to go buy someone <laughs> of legitimate stature in the league.
1: Uh, we're still top spent, top 10 in spending in the league. We're like seventh or something like and that. I don't know. There's team. not been recent. There haven't been recent um, That's releases argument. of that. But we, it's, it's not like we're a cheap team. It's not like we don't spend money.
0: No, but I want one. I want one superstar to show up
2: No, I I completely agree. It would be great to have a name, even if it's a, you know, I hate to say used name, but like someone past their prime. But I disagree.
1: We don't need guys like that. Why don't don't, we need a name? We do well enough with Autumn and they don't they don't do enough to help us. It's not going to make more people show up to the stadium. Right.
0: I guess that's a fair,
1: uh, a fair point. You know, maybe we they sell some jerseys from it, I guess
0: know what why else do we need that we do we do well enough i don't know i still think it was a missed opportunity and this is one of my uh wait, wait, we should have signed dempsey is that what you mean? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's i was so happy about dempsey coming back to mls and then i, was, I found he's gonna be a sounder i was like God damn it um <laughs> but um
1: you felt like what's a, what was a missed opportunity
0: uh when Bayern munich played here against the mls all-stars uh and it's the
1: only I, one we've won in a while.
0: I know, and I nothing will make me happier than the the finger wag from Pep Guardiola <laughs> at Caleb Porter for, you know, us playing, you know, an actual hard game. The refusal was, to shake his hand. Yeah, it's Valdo uh, Alonso like going in for hard tackles in like the 88th minute, and I was like, I'll take it. Um, I'd be pissed if I was a Bayern Munich fan, and you know, whatever for an international friendly, but. That was one of the games where I feel like Portland could have been placed on the international map uh, of, you know, recognition, uh, but wasn't. And I feel like the lack of coordination from the Timbers Army to support an MLS All-Star team uh, and have some kind of organized chanting, it just ended up being, you know, a full army of people watching the game. And that really bummed me out. I really was like, wow, we could get in there and – You know, do some kind of like. So you think they're approaching players of
1: stature, and they're and they're not interested
0: because we're too small of a city. Yeah, I think too small of a city. I think turf. I think those are the two main things that would stop any big international player from considering Portland. And uh, it's even now when I go on vacation and people are like, "Where are you from?" I'm like, "Portland, Oregon." And they look at me, deer in headlights. They have no idea where I'm talking about. I'm like. It's like a three-hour drive south of Seattle or like an 11-hour drive north of San Francisco. Seattle!
1: (laughs) Stop it! You're killing me! (laughs) Seattle!
0: Oh, okay. Uh, But they still have no idea what we're talking about. And so to attract a player to come to the U.S. to play in MLS, like Portland is not on the, the list. But had we... Well, b- surely, though, any player that's interested in coming to
1: MLS from overseas will look at the, the media releases, you know, from the league, and every single one of those has got a shot of the Timbers Army, front and foremost. I, I, know, I know
2: exactly what you mean, but I would love to have, well, a European international player for a season. Just, even if it's just for jersey sales and recognition to throw us on the map. I would to take Frank Lampard for a season. Lamp's only played at NYFC for what one season, yeah. And he wouldn't play in Portland because of the turf, and but he was here, and he wouldn't play in Seattle, I think, because of the turf. Yeah. And Zlatan
0: yeah. didn't even play in Portland, uh, not this year, but the the year before. Um, because it was like one of those summer days in Portland where it was 95 degrees right. and there was a game that I saw Blanco pouring water on his boots because it was just so damn hot and he didn't even, he just sat on the bench. I think he yeah. was a sub in the, uh, like the 80th minute just to, you know, cameo.
2: But he did play last season and Rooney played too, which is good, but yeah, yeah so it's just ignorance.
1: Do. That they don't want to play. They've, I mean, I could see why they wouldn't want to play on the Seattle turf because that's like football turf, right? Isn't it? Or do they do the? They don't use the same. It's the same. It's the same. You know what? Shut up, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Their turf we, is we worse. Need a, we'll,
2: we have a problem because we have a, a, a creek running underneath the stadium. So there's a, a huge drainage problem. issue yeah. for grass. For grass, right, they could raise that up. I mean, that's. I don't know how you could. Ra- I mean, there's got to be technology now, yeah, dude. You just science, ra- You bro. just raise it up. You Doing look at science. any
1: EPL game, the, the, the turf, the field is always, yeah. you know, off to the side, it usually slopes down. But it's
2: also heated and crazy drainage, like and it they doesn't could, They could do that. Yeah.
1: It's, the
0: technology is there. They could do it. Are we back to Stadium Talk with Randy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I can hear stadium. is... <laughs> stadium Talk with Did you talk to the soccer touchdown guys? I did. Uh,
1: I let them know I had a podcast, and then I told them that um, I, 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 I had a podcast with two other guys. <laughs> um, Randy's Soccer Podcast
0: with two jerks.
1: And uh, you know, JP got back to me because I hit him up for information about um, you know soundboards, and microphones, et cetera, their, what setup they were using, and he was very supportive, and Zippy was too, and they both said they would listen to it, but but. I, have, but you haven't, haven't gotten any feedback yet, yet <laughs> which <laughs> either means
2: they hate it <laughs> right, or right.
1: Yeah. oh yeah, well I'll get a chance, we'll listen to that.
2: We yeah. never said we
0: were good. My my final verdict is on Jiroslaw or JN yeah. is zero commitment. I I am not committing to liking it oh. or not liking I it. I bet you're saying he didn't have no enough commitment. I'm sure he's very excited about kicking a soccer ball for lots of money. What's the
1: what's their top league? The Polish
0: league? What is it? The A
1: League or something?
0: I don't remember. Yeah. I just wrote down Polish. If my Polish grandmother was still alive, I could ask her. <laughs> yeah. But Aaron Malloy. Um, Did you watch his highlight reel? The highlight reel for Aaron Malloy is terrifying. Uh, like for the opposition. Oh yeah, he is. It looked phenomenal. It does.
1: It um, even though his profile picture in the on the MLS <laughs> site like makes 12 years okay. old. He looks right? like he's 12. People oh, are yeah. saying Dewey from it's um, <laughs> that show. The Brian Cranston show. Yeah. What was that? Malcolm in the middle. Malcolm in the middle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. He looks incredible. I, I don't know if any of that's going to translate. You know, he's playing against college players, right? right? And But, you know, hopefully some
2: of that translates. See, that's what I was saying. I don't think it's going to translate for a few seasons until he, like, bulks up a little and starts to know the league. Right. And then. So they'll stick him in T2, probably. Totally.
1: Right. And then he'll be. He could be one of those man... Man again among children, situations that um, Espria was. Ho- hopefully, he'll end up like that,
2: not and like Espria. Never come back. No, only for like one I game. I hate Espria
0: so much. Do you really? And I love him at the same time. Uh,
2: yeah. I like him. He's
0: he's like Milano. He's like the hustle's amazing. He can outrun anyone. He can you know pull off crazy fancy footwork and do amazing things. He scored one. Phenomenal goal for the Timbers that made a huge difference during the playoff run. Dallas, but he only
2: yeah. scores his good yeah. goals at right. that time, and that's when we need him. So yeah.
1: he, I was a huge fan of his the first time he was with us. Um, I loved like the just insane. Every, he would try all this crazy stuff, and then he would be able to pull something off every once in a while, and it was it was amazing. But of course, he would always like go to the go to the end, and then like there would be a turnover or whatever, and he wasn't consistent. But I was still really bummed when he left because I thought. There's a guy with potential, yeah. And then when he came back, I was like, I was yeah, this is exciting. He had like a, like a, I think it might have been like a tearful reunion with Porter in the locker room. They showed a little bit of it, and they, you know, like hugging, and you could tell that he genuinely had affection for for Porter. I was real excited about having him back. But um,
0: what did you think about his slow walk off the pitch?
1: I was over. It. That's that was at the point where I was like, you know what. That's BS. Go to hell. Take that stuff (laughs) somewhere else. And I had um, my my son walked out with T two once, and um, I I got to see him in the tunnel, and it was it was him going out in the tunnel. It was clear. I don't know if I'm breaking. And they didn't say not, not to talk about this, but you know, he just. First of all, that tunnel smelled like cologne. Like you would not <laughs> believe it, right? Like it was like uh, <laughs> yes. it was like being in a department store being a closet by like fifteen different sample sprayers out you. Um,
0: was it like Nordstrom quality or was it like Target quality?
1: I, I gotta imagine that it was probably Nordstrom quality because huh. I probably have to feel like those guys they're not wearing an axe body spray, right? <laughs> they're, they're probably wearing stuff that they think is like, you know, that they're gonna wear to the clubs or whatever afterwards. But, um, yeah, you could just tell that he was not into being there in the tunnel, and um, it was a little bit just disappointing. Um, so, yeah, I was over him. And then, you know, he, he came through for us at the end of the season again.
0: I, After that game, I was like, I don't care what goals he scores or when he scores them, th- never. The moment you as a player, like, rate yourself higher than the team when you're down. Oh, totally. Uh, in a game that is arguably very important and that's the game where i believe that's where fernandez came in and scored that crazy goal i'm learning this in football manager um right now where if i have a player who thinks they're too good i will sell them immediately uh because like you can't be more important than the timbers and at that moment he made himself way more important than the timbers and to do that it to do it in a game anyway is terrible to do it at home when you're losing is unbelievable. And at that moment on he could, he could score 10 goals in a, in the MLS cup and we could win. And I would still never look at him the same way. Okay. Done. I hold the grudge. All right.
1: I was going to say, you're not one to forgive. Okay. Mm-mm. All, All right.
0: right. Club always comes first. Duly noted. Yeah. So uh, did anyone else uh, have anything they want to talk about from a soccer perspective or are you ready for my my Randy and Josh QA I
1: got a lot of s- soccer stuff that I could talk about yeah do, do that before or after talk about this? your
0: soccer stuff well um, oh, I'm sorry I, I have one thing I want to I want to apologize for from the last episode which is um, when uh, I gave uh, Richard Huckabee Sanders a hard time Um And I was called out for that by multiple people. And so I do owe him an apology, but my apology is not sincere because I still don't. (laughs) um, (laughs) But um, what I do owe him is that in, I listened to the, the, the Timbers podcast or whatever, and he is no longer representing himself as a writer or journalist. His title is content creator. So uh, he is now the equivalent of a mouthpiece like Sean Hannity for Fox News. Uh, he's just now the same mouthpiece for the Portland Timbers, which I now accept his transgressions. They're honest. <laughs> so
1: I'm not a, I'm not I don't have you ever have you read his pieces on the Timbers website? That have he you heard
0: him on soccer? Yeah,
1: in- I've heard him. And, and it's kind of the reason I stopped listening because it was just not very entertaining. Unlike this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I mean, have you read his pieces on Timbers.com? He's critical of players and of strategies. He's, he's shockingly critical of things. It's not just like, hey, we did this. It was super. It's he, I, um, some of the times I read him and I enjoy what he writes and I'm like, I can't believe somebody is okaying for him. I mean, it's not, you know, <laughs> blasphemous or whatever, but I, I'm, I'm just a little bit shocked that they've loosened the reins on that
0: enough. Fair point. Uh, I mainly listened to him on Soccer Made in Portland, which made me not want to read his uh, uh, his writing. And so I will commit before the next episode. I will go back and I will read at least six months worth of articles written by (laughs) are you kidding me (laughs) no i'm not Uh, i will read them and i will come back with an opinion on whether or not he is richard huckabee sanders or is he richard farley the content creator okay
1: well i mean i I enjoy his written pieces i did not enjoy him in the podcast that much and i did not i don't really care for his appearances on uh, timbers and 30 you guys ever
0: watch that Yeah, uh, I watch it. Like visually or
1: listen? Timbers and 30, the the TV show. On TV. Do you know there's a TV no, show dude, I'm going to be 30. one of those a-holes
0: where I'm like, oh, yeah, we cut the cable cord, bro. We're not doing that. But that I have f- Hulu, Netflix, Thoughts. Amazon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's on <laughs> local TV.
1: We're not doing it that way. We're still yeah, doing it.
0: Thursday nights. I don't have TV. Okay. Can I watch it? You, you don't, don't have, have a it, TV? I have a TV. Yeah.
1: You don't have to pay to get it. It's, you know, Fox TV. 12 or whatever I do have the you HD
0: know. antenna yeah yeah you can get it on get there Go to Fox yeah. 12 but can I how am I like I have to watch it when it happens uh, probably or else get a little device that hooks up to your computer I'm, I'm already do done I'm out okay. if I right. can't do it yeah, forget it
1: it's it's, it's 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 good I mean a lot of it's you know th- it's whatever <laughs> it is it's fluff but it's still fun to see you know the occasional player on TV and you know be like oh look at his fashion sense <laughs> like that guy shops at Forever
0: 21. Or yeah. What's, what's the, <laughs> Forever what's the, 21. Wait, well, no. What's the
1: male version of Forever 21? There, Forever 21.
0: In my a, there day, is it was a, Chess King, but... There is a male version Chess of Forever King. 21. Uh, the store in San Francisco has um, men and women... About a year ago. Can you guys hear the snoring? That's Casey. Yeah.
1: <laughs> is he still snoring? Pick your That's mic a, up
0: and... It's a she. Yeah, she, I'll... I'll I'll disturb her. Otherwise, she'll freak out. I'll give everybody treats. I'm gonna get a beverage anyway. Mm
2: -hmm. Pause.
1: I got some soccer for you.
2: Let's do it. You would think. I do too.
1: So we have a new uh, sport drink sponsor. The league does.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What Lucas said. Riveting content. (laughs) Body armor. Right, that's what's body armor. I don't. That's what, what I thought. I thought drink? it was like under all Under, yeah.
1: ar, Under, under Armour. Oh, or instead of like yeah, Advocare. Yeah. So there was like a big thing, and like Kobe Bryant owns that company, and so he's his pictures on the the official drink. I guess they're taking over for Advocare probably, which I didn't know was a drink. I, I always thought that was like a health insurance thing or something. There's a like health just, system
0: in New Jersey called Advocare.
1: There's. Megan Rapinoe is on on the uh, the team, the Body Armor team. Oh, look at her. They mention all her um, US Women's National Team affiliations, but they don't say anything about the Seattle Rain. The Tacoma Rain. The Tacoma. That? Also, there's a golfer on there that looks like Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Which is my next segues. Uh, Bradley Cooper? No, people that look like someone else. Um, Austin's coach. I don't know if it's the head coach or the, the new coach.
0: Claudio Reina.
1: He looks like George Clooney's younger, less attractive brother. Steve Clooney? Here, here's a picture of the dude right there.
2: This is, uh, oh, my God. Weird. Riv- riveting.
0: How, how's that for soccer content? Um, Hang on a second. George Clooney is gorgeous. <laughs> he is. Let's just clarify that really quick. It um, <laughs> doesn't need to be clarified, really. Doesn't uh, everybody know that?
2: George! Then this. What is the secret? Because you get sexier as you get older. You got to drink. You got to drink a lot.
0: That, that was uh, on Morisonic, and he said, <laughs> what did he say? He was like, I'm not gay, but I'm not dead. <laughs> 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 I forget who they were speaking in reference to, but that was. I'm like, it's, I feel the exact same way about George
2: That's Clooney. A, you know,
0: we should be Portland's official bicurious
1: podcast, I guess.
2: I was, yeah. If everything goes as planned, <laughs> <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> George Clooney will actually be our new mascot in a soccer watcher outfit oh. for five of the ten games. What Five random games throughout the season.
1: What do you mean he's going to be our new yeah. – I don't, I don't understand what you're Stay tuned for further <laughs> info. All right. Okay. Um, Fernando Adi dropped from Cincinnati FC. Ooh. <laughs> Adi um, out everywhere. They're probably going to yeah. use that that um, clause where you can pay off a guy's contract. Uh, I saw that. So they had – other teams had 48 hours to present an offer. To him, and I think this was announced on Friday, and so I haven't heard anything. We're recording yeah. on Monday, and I had not seen anything about whether or not any teams had made him an offer. Or so not. The
0: deal is, he just gets is it calendar days
1: or is it working days? F- just said 48 hours. Um, yeah, that could be maybe it's working hours, but I, f- I don't think that the I don't think their contracts give a shit care. I don't think they care whether it's working days or not
0: yeah there are no specific uh, so news he just gets updates. paid, right? yeah,
1: and and then if a team wants to make an offer, um, they don't have to pay them the full amount. Cincinnati has to make up the difference in his contract, which is about one point nine million or one point eight million a year that he's making.
0: Really? Yeah. Can so you could, can you could you imagine just being dropped as a DP?
1: Well, he's suing the team too, or he's not suing. He's followed followed
0: a he's filed a grievance, grievance with, with the them. players' association yeah. because of uh, he was saying they purposely held him out of games so that he didn't hit a, a clause in oh, his contract right. to pay him more money. So that guy's fallen pretty far, though. I mean, I have assigned Adi Boot in my basement that I think I'm just going to put in recycling. <laughs> and
1: there's, there's a place for him somewhere out there. It's not like he's washed
0: up or anything. He could work at a mattress store for the amount of flopping that he does.
2: <laughs> but
0: Oh, Oh, sick burn, sick burn. Oh, you funny. Um, now I, again, uh, so, Anyone who does not sit or has not sat in the Key Bank Club, uh, there is a section where you can stand, and during the game, most of the players' wives and families hang out up there, and even as you get frustrated with people like Fernando Adi when they're playing for the Timbers, when you see his wife and his infant child you know, standing right next to you it puts a human aspect to it. I mean, still forget him. I I'm glad he's not a timber anymore, but you do get to see a different side of the, the players and their families. And you realize you are talking about human beings. Actually, I'm almost doing the same thing that I hate Richard Huckabee Sanders (laughs) for.
2: (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, anyway, um,
0: yeah, I just caught myself doing it. Like I I just
2: give all the kids patches.
0: You do. You're very good at that. Uh, but it's, it's it's a cool thing to experience. But you do feel bad because you start to see them from a human level and they're in there and hanging out. Even Dairon Espria, there was one game, if you stay in the Key Bank Club in the glass after the game and after the players shower, they usually show up in Key Bank and just hang out. And that's so like the one time Diego Chara and Dairon Espria and Zarek Valentin all just walked in and they're hanging out and you're still sitting there drinking beers, just shooting the shit, which is pretty fun.
2: Were you there that game when... Um, Chara came in and Margo was playing with his kids. Because, uh, like, he just came in, like picked her up, threw her around, like, played around, came over, shook everyone's hand, was super nice to everyone. It was insane.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty cool spot. If you ever get a chance to sit in Key Bank Club, which I know a lot of people hate the Key Bank Club, especially Randy, um, uh, it's it's pretty good. His wife likes it. Yeah, yeah my kids like it too. <laughs> What do you hate about Key Bank I don't, Club? I don't hate it. You I mean, do hate it. Don't lie to me because there was that question. Gone. Q&A when I first moved to Portland with Merritt Paulson and you were you, in two questions, uh, you oh, talked right, shit yeah. about the Key oh, Bank no, Club. No,
1: it was it was about the camera placement. Yeah, I was like, why do you have the cameras facing the Key Bank Club when they don't show up until 15 minutes after the game starts and... Rich people
0: have shit to do, and Randy. the sun is in your <laughs> mind. the sun, it, the sun's <laughs> yeah. right there. Right. So
1: that that was about uh, camera direction, not really about the the team. Yeah,
0: there were two questions you asked, and both of them threw shade at Key Bank. Interesting. Yeah, no, well, you know,
1: I've sat there, uh, stood there, sat there since then, and um, you know, it has its charms.
0: <laughs> <laughs> g- g- elaborate.
1: Uh, well, it has you know the the free. Uh, red vines and mm. um the mushy hot dogs that you normally don't and the, the pretzels oh, and taste like cardboard when right, you get that right, gr- right
2: oh when you get that gray hot dog it's the most disgusting <laughs> thing in the world oh. you just be a vegetarian you'll be yeah. fine oh, yeah. um free soda your free water, 30 dollar impossible burger <laughs> right
1: the donuts yeah that i mean that well i was gonna say it would be nice going to a game and not having to spend a ton of money to for your kids to have fun um or yeah, because my kids only have fun if they get stuff. Yeah, that's, but, yeah. that's called. But you do have to pay for those the Americans.
0: Um, yeah, so I don't. I don't
1: have a. I don't have a beef anymore. Oh, so
0: n- you are now KeyBank Club positive? Um, yeah, yeah.
1: It's, I'm mm. not super favorable, right? But yeah.
0: Ooh, Ooh. better than but, a 205.
1: It's, it's yeah. definitely. Look, man. 205 for life, unless I'm <laughs> in KeyBank. Dude. Did you know that I am also a season ticket holder now, officially?
2: Yay.
0: Josh is still written from me. He's like yeah, a... I am not a season ticket holder. I am year. a slumlord. I'll transfer you one of my season tickets if you want it.
2: I'm, no, I'm already there. I just don't want to give them access to me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. So
1: I... I right I now. Didn't even try to get on the list right away because I figured it was pointless. And then what's more pointless than not get, trying to get on the list because it's going to be a long wait is waiting two years and then getting on the list. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, my number's been up for three seasons, I think. Where like, they called your number? Yeah, I've just... When the, I, just so they have access to waiting. you already? Yeah, They're, but that's they, it. They've, 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 they've made $50 uh, or 50 dollars.
0: I signed up for the wait list when I still lived in San Francisco. Wow. Uh, and Before you even
1: knew you were moving out here?
0: I had an inclination we were going to move here Uh, again. This is where Brianna's from. And so she was at one point saying like, you know, I don't want to be here in California anymore. I want to go back home. And, uh, and so we went to that game. I had mentioned the, the Shivas USA match. And after that is when we went back to San Fran and I was sitting there at work one day and I'm going, I'm, I better get tickets now. And so, I'm arrogant. I had season tickets at San Jose where you like there's tons of availability. And uh I called and I was like, Hey, help try to just get two season tickets here. We're Mo- gonna be moving there from California. And I had no idea that meant something. Um and uh the person's like, Yeah, great, you'll we'll add you to the wait list. And I'm thinking, wait list, bro, it's soccer. Like, get me some tickets. Um, and just dumb and naive. And uh, at that point, I was like, well, where would I be on the wait list? He's like, I think you're like a 10,000. Uh, and I'm thinking, I thought it was a joke, uh, but it was real. Uh, he, the, the dude on the phone, I'll never remember his name. Obviously, it was a long time ago. Uh, I was like, I'm really excited to be uh, moving to Portland. I can't wait to be a part of this, you know, team and culture. And he's like, where are you moving from? And I said, San Francisco, California. And he's like, the land of fruit and nuts. Um, is what he called us. And I was like, Jesus. Well, I mean, he could have legitimately meant fruit and nuts, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he did yeah. not mean it in an endearing way. Uh, uh, it was definitely an insult. And I was like, you can't say shit like that to people. Um, But whatever. Anyway. um, Fire that guy. Yeah. Oh. I beg your pardon. Fired. <laughs>
1: okay. Do you guys follow people... When- you know, do you guys follow team members on social media?
0: Basically, Clarence, guys I don't know and guys you don't know and more importantly, they don't know you. I do. I follow Jeremy Abobasi. That's it. Uh only because I really like his uh his content.
1: Right. Okay. So, I follow people randomly. Um, you know, it would be like, oh, like I had a really great game or whatever, just like I don't have a lot of just, there's not a lot of thought process that goes into that and so Every once in a while, um, something will show up on my feed, and I'll be like, like recently, I got something came up in my field from Carlton Belmar. And I was like, who the hell is that? Why am I following this guy? <laughs> <laughs> who is Carlton Belmar? But, a, but apparently, well, he was signed, he was on our team in 2015. He was, a, he was a super draft pick. And apparently, something he did impressed me enough to want to follow him on social media. And he scored uh, a goal for, oh, he scored goals for T2, where he made his professional debut Um, and then he went on loan to the Cosmos for a while so he might have been with Gio Gio probably knew who he was and then he moved to SKC Rangers their their USL affiliate affiliate. and then last year he was with Nashville Hmm. they got rid of him and now he's going to Sacramento Republic so he's like skirting coming back to the MLS but um, not making it who was it footy that was with with a team. Wasn't he with somebody with an expansion team? He got rel- He got sent to an expansion team and then he had a chance to get back in MLS, but he, they, they dumped him. I don't know. He might. Oh, it might have been Minnesota. Yeah. It's yeah. possible that <coughs> nobody cares about footy. The so son.
0: someone does, and uh, one of my friends, uh, him and his wife, who also sit in Key Bank Club, they named their dog uh, Footy So <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um,
1: my son, Simon, uh, he... Who I'm going to a sabudio tournament in Idaho with this weekend. Um, he his first favorite player was Footy Danso, and he would you know he was real young at the time, and he would just sit there doing his you know what passes for homework when you're you know in whatever grade he was in, <laughs> second grade or first grade. You write or, your name on know. the paper right. as long as it's legible. And he would just sit there and he'd be like Footy, Footy, <laughs> Footy when he got traded away i was like oh god how am i gonna break this to him and i i sat him down and it sounds over (laughs) dramatic but but i said i'm not i was like hey man i got some bad news for you it's um you know it's first of all it's nothing about the family you know everybody's fine but you know footy got traded to another team and he cried he broke down and cried it was like the it was (laughs) it was super nerdy it was super cute it was just it was an amazing thing that's super sad. So, that was his first uh, favorite player um, on the Timbers. And, you know, my first player, anyone care to, my first favorite player? Yeah. Darren t- Maddox? Take a guess? <laughs> Darren Maddox? Yeah. <laughs> no, he wasn't my first. No, my first favorite player was Michael Harrington. And the reason was because he was honky, not that I could recognize on TV. Not that he was white. It was just like, oh, it's the white guy with blonde hair on TV. I call can, him Hair Club for Men. You can see this guy on the field when you're looking. At that time, I didn't have like a, I had like a standard definition television or something, you know, not like an LCD screen. I'd be like, oh, that's that. I know who that guy is. That's Michael Harrington. Like when the rest of them were just like smudges on the screen, you couldn't see. You know, you know I could tell that the blonde smudge was Michael Harrington.
0: I so I was I hated him. Um, And I thought he was mediocre at best. And when Liam Bridgewell joined the Timbers, he was my immediate favorite player. I was like, finally, like a a good, you know, (laughs) center back. How'd that work out for you? Really well. Um, I would say he was fantastic uh, up until his last season, where that that first game where he just did the double take and didn't run back and play defense. But
1: so do you, do you have the same
0: grudge against him that you do?
1: No, Liam Ridgwell can do
0: no wrong, uh, in my eyes. <laughs> uh, you know, actually,
2: he, he bring dr- dr- like throw him back to our conversation before, and that's a perfect DP. Yeah, because he sold a shitload of jerseys, and. I bought and at least. You know, Did
1: he sell enough it, to pay for himself? Yeah, I think absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because, like my, like my Gretchen was like, "Oh yeah, like clock, clockwork. It's it's summer break. He's due to pull up with an injury and any minute now. And then sure enough, he gets an injury, and then it's like uh, three or four weeks of him on his boat on the lake.
2: Doesn't even matter. He. Did his he did his perfect he like yeah, he yeah, brought us he an
0: put- MLS Cup that MLS Cup was defined by him and Nat Borchers uh, owning defense and what happened uh, what I was gonna say about Hair Club for Men was uh, Ridgewell's first game when uh, he played in Portland and Harrington was the left back mm-hmm. uh, Ridgewell was barking at him for the <laughs> first forty five minutes of the game where he's like you're out of position and you when you're Key Bank, uh, Key Bank, and you can hear them huh. um, saying things to each other. And uh, it was clear that Harrington kept looking at him like, dude, who are you? Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I know you're this new guy. like, And he didn't say any of it, obviously, but you right. can see the facial expressions of the players. And I was like, that dude's days are numbered. Yeah, and he, he got he, injured. And, he, and then he,
1: done. He, he was a little bit chubby when he came back from his injury. and it's Portland, was, man. He's got donuts.
0: Yeah. I mean...
1: Uh, but anyway, you want to ask Michael Harrington some questions. Um, <laughs> Jeremiah Sullivan from Global Patrol, he does a thing on the Reddit, the Timbers Reddit, where he f- somehow figures out how to get a hold of these guys, and um, he takes submissions for questions, and then he, c- he weeds out the worst of them and then sends them to the players, and then they get back to him with answers. He did footy, actually. His, his first one was footy, and that's definitely a good read. He did Viafania. Um, this was viafania after he had already moved on to the League IMAX. and um so it was before he was before he came back um he did dk fushive fushive was another favorite player of mine i followed him on social media not favorite player Where but did I, he I really end liked up? that guy I, I don't remember i'll find
0: out i going to do some research for the podcast
1: he did um uh, what's his face? Jean Baptiste and um Piquillon.
0: plays for the Israeli club Hapol Hadera.
1: It's yeah, Foshive asked to for a transfer because we weren't playing him enough.
0: Yeah. I remember when that happened. It was yeah. like he was really good, but not quite good enough to knock anyone else out of the starting right. lineup, but better than being a bench player for the Portland Timbers and he went to Europe. And so
2: well, yeah,
0: and so did um
2: well, going to Israel isn't going to Europe. No, he went
0: to v- v- VBORG FF in the Danish league. Gaston Fernandez asked to be tra- <laughs>
1: traded too. I stand corrected. Yeah,
0: so I was watching highlights the other day. Gaston Fernandez, uh, he has the record for the fastest goal in Portland Timbers history. In regular season play, yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. He,
1: he has to be traded midway through the 215 season 2015 season cuz he wasn't seeing enough playing time.
0: Do you remember him and uh Will Johnson fighting over who was going to take oh, the penalty yeah. kick? Oh. I saw that in real life happen too and that was phenomenal. And Wejo uh who uh later beat his wife, so what a piece of shit. Yeah. Um uh was uh like he grabbed the ball out of for we call them for ground because he was just like Adi. he would flop all the time when given the opportunity as opposed to keep running in the box but uh he they were fighting over the the ball uh who was going to take the pk and and Wejo ended up winning the battle and then when he scored he turned around and it's like and i remember arguing about that on social oh, media oh yeah that at was that was
1: a big talking point for a while for ground as i haven't heard that before. yeah we
0: call them for ground well that's
1: one of the things i loved about brian fernandez is that he people he, people would make contact with him in the box and he would be like beating guys down trying to get over it and keep going
0: he that's like one of the things for me like even jeremy abobasi there are times where he probably could fall and get a yeah. call that he doesn't where you're frustrated but i'd rather he I don't want to win that way. I say, I like it's my team. Um,
1: um I, I appreciate that too, because I feel like the amount of, there's more benefits, maybe percentage wise to be had by trying to play through that and possibly still get the call afterwards than there are just to try to flop every time and get the call and not have to make the play. Yeah. And, uh, well, wrapping up the people that you don't know and do know, or used to know is, do you guys see that? Um, Instagram story from Zarek Valentin with his last, one last, hashtag one last carpet shot or whatever from the airport. Yeah, for those who are not from
0: Portland that may listen to this, uh, it is customary for the old carpet in the Portland airport to take a photo of it with your sneakers looking down. Uh, And it's a very iconic thing to do. I think everyone has done it at least once in their life uh, who lives here. And so to see Zarek do that as his goodbye... Wearing whatever fancy Nike yeah, what, with the
1: weird six hundred dollar shoes. Yeah, or with whatever, a weird yeah. red with matching uh, kid version. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Did you guys see like he had like a red zip tie on the shoe? I didn't notice that.
2: Yeah, no. those are off whites. What is that? That's um fancy shoes. Oh, That's, so uh, what's his name? Virgil um, Virgil something. He's like creative director for Louis Vuitton. Oh, okay. And he makes um like crazy expensive nike one-offs well not really one-offs just like a few hundred pair and they sell for ridiculous money
1: so yeah, yeah six hundred
2: dollars <laughs> sneakers sure no no more like thousand yeah. two thousand dollar sneakers well do you want to start talking about thorns yeah let's talk about thorns all righty well we have um, a few new signees
1: we had, let's. We're not going to talk about who we lost first? Though. You talk about who we lost. Oh, my God. It's so depressing. We It's lost very depressing. My favorite player, Midge. I know. Turned out to be true, which if you're listening to this, we talked about that at the end of the podcast, which is a thing we stole from Soccer Touchdown, which is where you let the closing music play, and then you have a little secret track at the end where you go on and talk about it. So we did talk about this last week or last episode. But we've lost a lot more since then. Yeah, we lost... <laughs> Oh, we, we lost Andrasini. We lost which... Uh, Rasso. We, Rasso, yeah. That was the other gut punch, man. And the Emily Sonnet. Yeah. But to me, it was losing Rasso and, and Mitch Purse. That was...
2: I don't understand. Yeah, but we it. got... Well, I guess... We got she? some power. Like, we got some heavy hitters. But we, got, we got college. We got... Did you see their highlight reels yeah. by any chance?
1: Yeah, I did see some... I did see highlight reels. Yeah, because
2: we got... Well, we got Rocky Rodriguez, Rodriguez Sorry, right. from Sky Blue. Who did we get from the rain? Um, Kristen Westfall. And she's a defender, which is great. And then from the draft, we got Sophia Smith from Stanford. She's short and fast mm-hmm. and powerful. And she's also the first teenager drafted into the NWSL.
1: I thought we had... I thought there was the the Thorns already have a teenager on their roster technically, don't they?
2: The website said she was the first. So oh. I'm assuming they were more accurate than me. All
1: right. Maybe she and, won, maybe the other one wasn't drafted. But drafted.
2: but Morgan Weaver seems like just an animal. Her legs are so long. Do you see how fast she is? <laughs> no. It's like two steps it. and she's like down the whole pitch. Um with both of them with her and Sophia Smith up front, it's going to be pretty devastating. And then we also got um, Megan Nally, and she's going to be a great defender, also. Huh. When mm-hmm. does NWSL start? Like usually, I think it's in April, like beginning of it, like mid April.
1: So Razo, Razo, Razo. Yeah, she, she went to Everton. Everton, right? Do you think that was just a chance
2: for her to make some more money? Totally the women's league in Europe is starting to really pick up and they're starting to that, sign a lot of people. That's on. the
1: thing that confuses me about those other leagues paying more when you you hear that the, the, the competition is supposed to be much higher here. Obviously, there's no Lady, right. lady Burnley's here, but um, <laughs> the Competition is so much greater here, and it's a better place to develop as a player. But the other places are paying more, so, right. Which I don't understand how that works. It's just extra cash, just run off. I, well, they're
2: the, running that. They're running off their main. Yeah. Their men's clubs. I was so. listening
0: to the uh, Grant Wall uh, podcast where he did an interview about um, women's soccer across the globe, and it was apparently Chelsea Ladies spends the most money on players, but they do it because. Because they can, and they're Uh, well, they're great. It's a drop in the bucket in comparison to their overall income for Chelsea. So,
2: but now like Barcelona and like Real Madrid, and they're all starting ladies' clubs. Eventually, it's going to have to be a super league where all these clubs get together and play like a Champions League style tournament. That would be cool. It'd be rad. I would (laughs) love to see the (laughs) Thorns own that. Oh, they would, and. They probably, will, you know, yeah, they haven't been able with, with, to
1: own anything here. Well, with
2: what they're they're looking to lately. own, with yeah. what they have now.
1: I mean, I and, thought for sure they were going to own it this year, especially because they came out of the international break in good in really good spot. Weren't they in first or something? I don't remember. Yeah. but They came out really ahead. And that was the beef. The last time there was a Women's World Cup is that um, we lost like everybody and they had to make do with uh, uh, amateurs but it came through this year at the end of the international break, we were in a really good spot, but I just I don't know what happened. Thirteen-year-old Olivia Moultrie. Moultrie? that's the girl I was 13? talking. Thirteen, yeah, she was the f- she was the youngest girl's soccer to, uh, youngest female to turn as a professional turn pro as a professional. But has she played? She played in a preseason game for she the. She can't thorns.
0: legally, if I remember correctly, she can't legally play in NWSL until she turns a certain age. Okay. Um, how old is your oldest son? Uh, 14. Think about that. Yeah.
1: My, he's got the maturity of, uh, like a six year old.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) same here. (laughs) 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 Uh, I, so she
1: wasn't drafted. So this, um, she came up through the Academy, I guess, Olivia.
0: Yeah. There's some, I remember when they signed her, uh, but there was some weird rule that she can't play. Professionally, uh, in a regular season Thorns game, but she is allowed to play in any kind of preseason or international friendlies. Uh, but there's a rule in NWSL, which we would have to look up, that states I think they have to be 16 or older to play. Huh. Um, but usually, I, it's probably 16. So this was
1: last year, so maybe she's she might be 14 now.
0: But even so <laughs> I, mean, I know that's, it's it's mental
1: um well what about Davies though he was oh day. yeah Alfonso yeah. Davies. there was yeah.
0: Freddie Adu. I was at Freddie Adu's first m l s game it was um in uh a giant stadium against uh the Metro stars yeah
1: well we've derailed the thorns we've started talking about dudes,
0: sorry, sorry. <laughs> It's my fault.
1: I, I always kind of feel a little bit like an outsider when I go to a Thorns game because my my whole soccer experience is based completely on the Timbers, and so <laughs> <laughs> it's and so and I, I love the games and they're fun, but I always feel like oh man, I don't I don't know if I'm what where, what should I be doing? Um, maybe maybe that's just insecurity. I don't know, but they, it is it's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely a, a different vibe And one thing that I noticed That my wife noticed as well That we were surprised about The the chanting and the singing Is way more off-key In the Thorns games Than it is in the Timbers matches Really? Ooh. Yeah I don't know what about it. it Email is. Randy at um, yeah.
2: <laughs> PortlandVanity at Gmail.com Yeah <laughs> With your complaints And I,
1: I would have I <laughs> thought It would have been the opposite way around cuz you figured there's more more drunks at the timbers matches and the thorns are typically more of a family friendly i mean maybe i you don't think so
2: no oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna stay quiet on that
0: <laughs>
2: well anyways the the the, the river not section? stay
0: quiet on that and just edit this out i want to understand why what was that oh so th- So we're back.
1: That was a hot take by Josh. Hello. We're not, we're not going. <laughs> Bonus feature. But for uh, later. Yeah.
0: So that's in the subscription fee. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: So getting back to it, the out of key, the Riveter's section is way more out of key than the Timbers Army section.
0: I did not notice that no. the, the game that we went to, but I am going to definitely just just, pay attention yeah, pay for attention. the next.
1: You know what I love is um, Madness. I love the one goal beyond, two uh, goals. One is, step beyond. That's yeah. also
0: a Chelsea song too, right? Do yes, they it is. It? Yep. You want me to play it? No, I don't because I love Madness. Hey, you. Don't watch that. Watch this. But I hate that Chelsea uses it. And mm-hmm. when I found that there, out, I was... Do you know they are
2: Chelsea supporters? I know they are Chelsea and supporters. And same with The Clash yeah. and Depeche Mode. Uh, and blah, blah, blah. And Cockney Rejects love missiles. West
0: Ham and... There's basically no legendary punk band. Screwdriver that Spurs. loves Shrewsbury. Yeah. Screwdriver loves Shrewsbury. <laughs> um,
2: they're probably no wall supporters. Uh, yeah, what you wanted to talk about, Shrewsbury? No, I
1: don't. They're still an FA Cup, right?
2: They are. They're yeah, playing they're... Liverpool this weekend, and we're going to destroy Toffee Club if you're if this comes out before Sunday. Toffee Club, nine a.m. Watch the mighty Shrews destroy Liverpool.
0: I gotta get my uh, jersey from Greg, and I'll show up to that.
2: Still
1: have my vandalized sticker on my on the. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: Did you guys really put a sticker on his car? Yeah, yeah it's still out there. Uh, Burnley is going to be bags. playing Norwich City. In case anyone, in case the, <laughs> in the, case the, anyone cares, the, Bur- the PDX Burnley support the PDX Clarets. Uh, I, th- I guess that's what we'll, what I'll call it because I'm going to have to start that group. PDX Clarets, That's what that's all about. Hey,
2: we started the Shrewsbury group, and we have we're like fifty five strong now, and we're huge. We're huge. We're strong. the biggest. So yeah, well, completely active. Okay, if you're not active in the group, how are you watching like those games? People, I follow. And, and is just that an just app. a guy? with a video guy camera? His, that, yeah, or he does like live streams. Or is, it, is that what <laughs> it's it is? Periscope? No, it's official. Really? Yeah, it's like um, for League One and for. Maybe League Two and Championship. You can use I follow, and they have each club has their own. Ooh, Don- like Donnelly service. got really
1: pissed at when I when I implied that Shrewsbury was a League Two.
2: Well, I would get pissed too. Right, it's very rude. Really mad. We, we got. You guys will be League One soon enough.
1: Possibly, except where they built they. Um, we beat Leicester. Oh. Which is amazing. After yeah. four straight
2: losses, we beat Leicester two one. It's good I stuff. I don't even know how they're Yeah, you're pretty low on the table.
0: We are I don't know fourteen. Are you looking like it up? No, I don't want to talk about the Premier League right now. Okay. <laughs> Why? I'm having a really tough time <laughs> in Spurs land. Yeah. Oh, Sorry am, about that. Nothing is worse than going to Toffee Club at 345 in the morning uh to have Spurs tie Watford. Yeah. Zero to zero. <laughs> 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 like, Right. Like, there's just, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I already travel all the time for work anyway. And so does Brianna. It's like those weekends where you want to be home. And like right now, I just, I cannot muster myself to get out of bed. No, I hear you.
2: Okay. So I would like to just bring up the fact that we have a patch patrol pizza party palooza on Saturday, February 8th from 1230 to 330 at lucky Dog. Brewery and Lucky, in lab. Lucky, Lucky lab, lab Brewery in Hills Hillsdale, right? Where is yes. it? You're You're really doing great, Randy. Wait, Re- or time to do it, it, yeah. it now?
1: <laughs> I wasn't at the
2: meeting. You were at the meeting. Oh Shut up about do you guys have meeting. Meetings? Don't talk about the meeting. Someone's got to cut do that all out. This stuff. <laughs> no one has to know that we do that. If they know that we're doing meetings, no. it's like
1: <laughs> uh, an event where. Uh, You'll be in that group eventually. An event with 200 people (laughs) show up just magically coalesces without anyone ever having to go to a meeting.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It'll be fun. There's going to be raffles, tradings, prizes, pizza, beer, friendships that will last forever.
1: We'll drop in the exact location and time after
2: location <laughs> <laughs> lucky dog brewing also hillsdale ohio it's <laughs>
0: 7 p.m pacific
1: To question mark
2: join us saturday the 8th of february from 12 15 3 30 at lucky lab brewery in multnomah village 7675 southwest capital highway in portland
1: and from more sonic i want to steal the this is an advert thing everybody has their own advert you get to advertise it's not at Real Advert because okay. they don't get any money, but you you, you chose Patch then Patrol Pizza Party Palooza.
2: I did, and I chose Wolf Parade. And I'm also choosing, which will be in the description, the link to Sick of It All, the band, is releasing a shirt for, with all profits going to World Central Kitchen to help people that were displaced from the recent catastrophes in Puerto Rico. And since I'm Puerto Rican, I would... Yeah, but you love not, for you're, you to purchase not, a shirt. You're not really Puerto Rican. You just say that because I look white. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's the same and, on my side. And that is why you are racist. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Whoa. And conviction. racist, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, can cut that part out.
0: All right. Why don't you close us out, Josh? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a reason why uh, Josh is here, and no one can still seem to figure that out. Um, Maybe after a year, we'll we'll determine his value to the podcast.
2: Remember, I will be at Wolf Parade on Monday night at Crystal Ballroom. Please come and enjoy the festivities with me. We That's have,
1: it. We have preseason games coming up soon, don't we? We, have we do.
2: Are you guys going? Uh, imagine My. so.
0: The, I think there is one game that's happening on uh, President's Day weekend, which I cannot go to because we are going to go to Costa Rica.
1: In the, in the past, before I was a season ticket holder, I would have uh,
0: all over those preseason
1: games because they were cheap and it was like a way to, to actually go and get like a good seat and be like, yeah, but you know, I imagine I'll go to at least one of those. Now. If I'm home, I'll be there. I mean, I used to watch all the streams of the, the preseason games in, in Arizona.
0: I, I want to see. Like, really, like almost like it was
1: a real game.
0: <laughs> it's on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see Yimmy Chara play. I want to see it. Um, and, uh, but yeah. So, thank you uh, for listening to our uh, second install of Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. We'll have, Josh will have stickers out by the time this hits the stands.
1: Oh, yeah. You can, you can uh, we have a new Facebook page too, um, which. I was sad to learn we only have two followers. Well, three. Please follow us. (laughs) Right. Um, And it's me, Josh, and Randy. Right, exactly. And (laughs) nobody knows about it because we haven't told anybody. But we're finally on Facebook. Um... The only thing on there right now is a message to me saying, you could reach up to 383 people daily by boosting your post for $5.
0: So I did sign us up for a Facebook ad, uh, but I'm not going to run it until we get more episodes and until Josh makes better advertising. More stickers? Yeah, stickers and coasters.
2: Facebook.com slash Portland Vanity. Or you can email us at PortlandVanity at gmail.com. And... We are available on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Sounds good. Anything else? That's it. That's it, guys. Bye. Okay, Rap. bye. So we're going to do one segment, one segment, pretty much. Who's yeah. um, running the show? You're running the show. You're
0: No, it's your turn. I'm running the show? I, I thought you I, were. I can run the show. Yeah, I thought you were running the show. I like that show. no one asked me to run the show. <laughs> <laughs> we have expectations, Josh. Um, welcome to the official second recording of... Something we're doing.
1: <laughs> I thought we, we changed our name to Randy's Soccer podcast yeah, with, with, <laughs> with two, two other guys two <laughs> fucking idiots
0: <laughs> um no seriously okay. yeah. Oop. Yeah. Oop. uh are we recording can you confirm we're recording
1: yeah we're recording i was gonna say we should try to lay off the f-bombs in the first 15 minutes of the pod. oh totally it's so hard i know i know slip out just yeah it's hard for me because i'm like <clears> you had to edit all, of it all out? the time but
0: not that I have anything against
1: it, but I just think it's going to be a turn off for a lot of people. And
0: I totally agree. Okay. Um, I'm actually turned on by it. Yeah. All right. I do see something growing under the table.
2: <laughs> um, what are you what? doing? What are you doing? Playing music. Why? Test. I'm testing stuff while we're not <laughs> recording. We're <laughs> recording. Oh.
0: <laughs> I don't think we stopped recording. I did. I paused it. Oh, you did? Okay. You hit... Have, you have,
2: uh,
1: Jesus Squatty potty But no um, No bidet What's
0: that oh. uh, Bidet in this one So we're going to re- Do you have like a Japanese toilet in Yeah there? We're going to redo that bathroom yeah. In the next Six months or so And that's going to get An even better Japanese toilet Japanese American Oh, so bougie of you man Ooh, Dude <laughs> You can call me bougie All you want to But my butthole Is clean Bougie booty all, Yeah, bougie, bougie booty That's my new screen name <laughs> I got a I got a I gotta,
1: um, toilet. <laughs> hey, I got a little generic uh bidet for Christmas.
0: Did you really? I haven't installed it yet. Oh. Sorry. The key thing that. about I mean, bidets the first which,
1: time i use it, I'm gonna be thinking about you. I want a FaceTime.
0: Okay. Um <laughs> so the the key thing for bidets for me, and I did a lot of research, uh, is the temperature of the water. So that day in our I'm
1: much more working class than you on this one it's not going to be heated yeah 120 so, degrees
0: yeah if you're going to do cold water it's fine um i just wanted hot water and <laughs> it costs way more money to get the hot water one uh and it requires electricity and a, like a hot water it was pretty crazy uh but uh i i feel worth it you, in the you end. You
1: feel it's okay to doom the planet because you want to have warm water on your I'm hands? treating
0: this planet like the rental car that it is, man. Like, I leave, <laughs> my car is running out front right now. Oh, it's God. been running for four hours. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <right>. When um, <laughs> Me and my friend had um, rental neons at the same time, like in, I think it was like 98 or something. And we both got insurance on them and it was like pouring out and we would race down the street and like bang into each other, and just like try to stay, like hit the curves, go off roading in them. Jesus. It was a disaster. We returned these things, and they were just like almost totaled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did they
2: do that in Jackass, or was it CKY
1: where they did CKY? That? CKY, yeah.
0: uh, which was originally called Land Speed. I before have, it was CKY. Before it was CKY. Yeah. I, I have the original you know, Land Speed VHS. You no, know, he used
1: to work on that, shit. Corey. Yeah, we got to have him in as a guest, Corey.
0: Rado-sevich. Radosevich, yeah. What did he do on yeah, um,
2: editing,
1: name. I believe, and mastering or huh. preparing? Yeah, he's got boxes of DVDs, outtakes, and like they would those guys would get cease and desist because they were always burying things that weren't supposed to be in there. They didn't have rights to use, and so they'd have to they'd have to churn out another one to sell. And, and yeah, well, let's have I'll save that for him. Yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome.
0: All right. I am checking in for my flight tomorrow. Oh, Where are you going? You.
2: Uh, I have to go to Boston. Well, I'm going to, are you going to bring me back Poland Springs one of these times? What are you talking about? The water? Just bring me back a water or two. I love that water. Poland Springs? Yeah. You it's can the, buy it. It's you delicious. can't buy it here. Really? doesn't taste any yeah. different than any other bottled water you can buy. Are you joking? You are a tool if you believe that. <laughs> I actually <laughs> took water, like sommelier <laughs> classes. Uh, like, did you really? Uh, yeah, I know everything about water. I love water. Like I always You get, really like, can't buy Poland Springs here? No, it's just Nestle out here. Then I will or bring Arabic. you Poland Springs. That's but super Poland easy. Poland Springs is actually one of the best. But out here, there's <laughs> Earth H2O. If you have you had that? Mm-mm. Oh, it's the best. Is, is this a real thing? You know thing? that you're not yeah.
1: supposed to drink. I mean, come on,
2: man. Stop buying plastic bottle. I'm not. Five gallon. All right. And it's from here. Oh, so good. Like, you can't taste the difference in water. I can tap of, water to bottle, but yeah. not bottled to bottle. Oh, I could tell I could tell you
0: brand names. Like I only buy <laughs> four ounce bottles of plastic. Uh yeah. non recyclable plastic. <laughs> yeah. Shot glass size.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's a
0: pretty good show. Um someone's good at sound effects. Not me. All your sound
1: effects are